0: There were no hats at the Oscars. I just realised. Ah, disappointing. Ah. Well, they hadn't clearly got the memo.
1: Okay. Bang! 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 Bang Bang. Bang. on. G'day, Zan. (laughs) (laughs) You go first. Hello, (laughs) Miss. Hello. How are you? I'm good. It's been a bit of a week, though, hasn't it? (sighs) Yep. Hello, Thursday. Hello, Hello, Thursday. Friday. <laughs> Although
0: well, it does well, matter what
1: day of the week you hear this, actually.
0: You could be listening at any time.
1: Yeah, but if you are a hardcore bang famer who downloads on Thursday night and listens, we're here as your respite this week. it mm. has been a lot of stuff in the news. We're not going to talk about certain things because... I think we just need to kind of, you know, release the pressure valve. We are going to talk about the Oscars, though. You better believe we're talking about the Oscars. Well, I'm
0: glad you watched the whole thing. I certainly didn't. Um. I didn't watch
1: all of it. I watched most of it, though. How long
0: did it go for this year? 74 hours? Or did they
1: narrow it down to at least maybe five? No, it was actually quite concise. And I, which I, because I was thinking to myself, oh my God, it's over already because I got caught up doing actual work because I was being employed to do actual work. Um, this I had is it running. Work, this is <laughs> it is work, actually. I watched most of it. Um, I loved the start of it with Maya Rudolph and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler coming out at the start. Yeah.
0: Hostless, they said. But
1: really, once you're the first person who's introducing the Oscars, you are the hosts. And you know what? I actually really liked that because you often have, I guess I'm going to call them in this regard an anchor. They're the person that you keep returning back to. But the fact that there was no host. It really felt like everyone who was up on stage with this, quote, hostless program meant that they owned the stage and they had a really good time. And everyone who was up there presenting their award just seemed to have this, I don't know, it was like a bigger sense of ownership. And they probably knew there wasn't going to be like a Jimmy Kimmel or a Tina Fey or whatever making fun of them or some silliness. Mm -hmm. It was like, this is my space and I can just really bring it without the host. So I actually thought that that worked and they should... Maybe continue doing it that way, or just have Maya Rudolph, Tina Fey, and Amy Poehler host yeah. forever, forevermore. Yeah, they could do it on their own. I'm sure.
0: I'm sure they've done everything else except the Oscars.
1: Did you see Melissa McCarthy and Brian Tyree Henry's amazing outfits when they um, presented Best Costumes? Oh, my
0: with... goodness. Is this the <laughs> one where she came out with all
1: the bunnies? from? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of paying tribute to the favourite and it won. then when she was giving out the award. Did she, she just say had the, the C bunny... word,
0: though? She should have said the C <laughs> word if
1: she was going to pay tribute to the favourite. Oh, my God. Imagine dropping a C bomb at the Oscars. Oh, the what best. a hero.
0: The best. I know, she, I, think... I know
1: friends that, like, took their mum to go and see the favourite.
0: <laughs> and they're like... <gasps> Oh my god! I've just watched some of some some very intense sex and the use of the c word has just come out multiple times, and I've never been more embarrassed in my life.
1: There's so many people that would have just gone to the local multiplex, oh. seen the poster, and gone. This looks like a nice period drama. Yeah. Let's
0: Hello. go here. Yeah, medieval England. Yeah, mm, nice, nice, nice. But no, c bombs everywhere you look. And everything so else was really good.
1: And Olivia Coleman's speech oh, uh, when she won Best Actress, heaven. so, oh, my God, just so beautifully wholesome and real and you couldn't, like, I think that anybody who knows her and knows her work loved it and anybody who doesn't just totally fell in love with her can, watching that.
0: Can I just add, um, if we want to go back to OG Olivia Coleman, Peep Show, which I have recommended yes. many, many times here on Bang On, one of the funniest TV series ever. It's on all your streaming services. I think it's on both Netflix and Stan. Yeah. Um, Oh, my God, it's amazing. And she plays the most horrible character and she's incredible. But it's just a great show. If you've never
1: seen it, get back to OG, Original Gangster, Olivia Coleman, and uh, I think you'll love it. So good. Of course, all of this, you know, two and a half, three hours, four hours, whatever it was, was all just filler around what the main event was. And I think we all know what that was, don't we, Miff? Oh.
0: In the Sha Sha la-, la 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 That's it. In the shah shi- now. Oh, <laughs> so good.
1: Do you need a cigarette?
0: Yeah, I do actually.
1: <laughs> I think they did after that too. Did you see that performance? Oh, what do you think? Did I see that performance? Okay, first of all, can we just, we need to dissect this. Mm. Amazing power move from the get-go. They get up from their seats to take to the stage just to remind you in case you weren't aware that they're very high-profile nominees for acting and they can also sing just in case you missed that yeah. memo. Yeah. So then they get up and walk up and then Bradley's on the like the bar stool at the end mm. uh, while Gaga is there on stage and then she takes to the piano. I think that's what happened anyway. It builds, it builds. Gaga knows how to bring that performance. She does the oh, 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 yeah. and all that. And then he
0: joins her. I know.
1: And joins he's a bit her. nervous.
0: <laughs> he's a bit nervous about singing and that's the thing. They sort of it's role reversal from the movie true because he is the one that brings her out on the stage and she has that magnificent moment whereas for him he's got oh my god i didn't even think singing. about that there's role reversal going on here she's she's bleeding him and and then there's that magical look um oh, you know when those two incredibly fake tan faces come together <laughs> why were say? they so orange i don't why know why were they so orange i
1: did say that... The couple that tans together, holds hands together. They had gone and gotten the spray tan totally, two for one two offer for one beforehand. On the, on Absolutely. The... <laughs> <laughs> it was too orange. Too
0: orange. Uh, too far. Imagine Lady Gaga. Um, yeah, Bradley, I've just got – we've got to get ready for the Oscars. You know we're doing this business. We've got to sing the song. And I know you're not feeling confident, but look, i tell you what works for me. A spray tan. So how about you come on <laughs> –
1: you know what though it's like he-
0: armor it, you know it's like makeup just a bit of armor just come and get it. look we've got two for one there's a really nice lady she can do it you don't have to go nude if you don't want to but look if you
1: want to go nude that's fine they don't mind you know um but yeah. if he hadn't put it on though Getty he would have he would have looked dead, Biff. He would have looked dead because she would have been so orange and he would have looked so pale. He looked like a corpse just for his normal skin tone. That's true. Because their faces got very close towards the end, oh, didn't very they? Close. Very, very close. Very close. Did
0: you see? Did, I mean, there's talk. There's talk about those two.
1: How do you feel about that talk? Nah, I don't buy it. No? I don't think do you it's think it's all a good, good bit of actoring. It's totally actoring and I think that Gaga, we've seen both through the kind of promo that she's done in Star is Born and all the many, many interviews Mm. and then all the awards that have gone through. She's loving the actoring. She's a great actor. Yeah. She's actoring the shit out of it. Totally. Um, and, and this is just another part of her. Like, it, it feeds the narrative of both people want to go and see the film if they haven't already. Uh, it helps in terms of pushing her own profile because yeah. everyone's talking about it. That's true. And, it, and she wanted to be the star of the, uh, the Oscars, and she was. She you was. know, who cares about the awards when you've got that performance that everyone's talking about and everyone has their, you know, throwing in their two cents, including us, I may say. And can I say, though, remember, just her and a piano and another voice. Real
0: music, Zan, which is what A Star Is Born was talking about. Oh, true. Authenticity. Authenticity, the artist, all that rubbish. They did it. They pulled it off. (laughs) It was so
1: good. They're not dating, though. No, no. They're They're not dating.
0: The the, the singers that tan together. (laughs) Dan, we should probably talk about Green Book, which walked away with best film. Yeah. A lot of people very unhappy about this decision and there's, there's I think, pretty fair reasons too. Yeah. Um, Green Book, I've seen it. One of the only films I've seen on the list. I didn't see a lot of the films this year. I still haven't caught up with Black Klansman, which I really want to. But I think most people wanted that movie to win. Spike Lee, obviously. Never been recognised until this Oscars for incredible... Film work over the years. I mean, Do the Right Thing was one of the most groundbreaking of all time movies. Yeah, can I just say
1: on that? Like, I listened to because I was also sort of reading up, I haven't seen Green Book, so I don't know necessarily. I got the gist of why people were upset, but I needed to get dig a bit deeper. Mm. And there was uh, a great conversation happening with Wesley Morris, who does the podcast Still Processing. He's also a critic at the New York Times. And he was pointing out that 20 years ago, the year that Driving Miss Daisy won the Oscar, which you could say, is very similar to the story of Green Book, except Mm. kind of flipped, but still, you know, the perspective. Um, That won the Oscar 20 years ago in the same year that... Do the Right Thing, which many people would say is Spike Lee's greatest film, mm. that came out the same year and it wasn't even nominated. So there's this weird, and that's and possibly that, you know, for among many reasons, this is one of the things reasons that Spike Lee walked out when Green Book was announced, you know, because it's just salt in the wound of, you know, here we are in 2019, movies have never been blacker, they've never been better. You've got movies that are actually written and directed by black people talking from a black perspective instead of, films like Driving Miss Daisy and Green Book that was directed by Peter Farrelly of There's Something About Mary, Shallow Hell and Me and Irene fame and it's a different point of view and I think that one of the things that Wesley said which really resonated to me was, you know, it's that question of do you care about the way racism works or do you just want to make it, quote, go away with a feel-good movie? And I think that's a really, that just mm. that point just cut through so it's, yeah, it's there's you can understand why many people are pretty pissed off yeah. about you know here we are in 2019 and we're having these conversations and, well, and was, that still wins. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of like it's a, it's a nice movie, but it's an, just another one
0: that's white people learn how to not be racist. We've yeah, had exactly. that story. We've
1: had that story, and uh, if you have long exposure exposure to a black person, then it cures you of your racism. I know. Like the, what the- what? Yeah. What? It's insane. Yep. How? How? How and why. How and anyway. why. Anyway, yeah. on, onward and upward. Well hopefully. Anyway. Mm. See where we are in twenty years' time. You've gotta
0: to be a You've gotta to be my I know. Oh, The rabbit. <laughs> I love it. I love you for picking that. Thank you. Because a week on Bang On is not a week without (laughs) discussing the most important news item of this week. Mm. And that is fat rat caught in a manhole (laughs) in Germany. (laughs) We've all seen it. We've seen the photo. Little rat. She's trying, trying, trying so hard (laughs) to get through the little circular bit in the manhole. Coming up for some air, but... She's a bit like all of us coming out of winter. <laughs> got a few two extra kegs on the on the hips. A little bit of winter flab. A little bit of winter flab. She's just <laughs> trying to pull through, trying, 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 and then she's gone, damn, I should have started my soul cycle a month earlier. <laughs> damn. <laughs> and poor little love her face has been plastered
1: all over the internet. I mean this is what the internet was made of oh, made love, for, wasn't it? This is why it exists.
0: <laughs> I mean it's just and just seeing headlines like fat rat it yes. makes me so happy. How's Fat Rat going? Is that, and I just looked up loads of videos, different perspectives and angles on Fat Rat. I've Think
1: pieces on Fat
0: Rat. <laughs> Think pieces. Of, what does Fat Rat mean?
1: For I us? saw someone painted fat a rat portrait of all of us. Someone painted a portrait of Fat Rat, which I thought was another step yeah. ahead, it's a bit beyond, but that's okay. A bit of portraiture.
0: It took eight firefighters and an animal expert to put the sewer rat back where it belongs.
1: I don't know how they got Fat Rat out, actually. I haven't looked that far into the video. but The video's pretty bad. I mean, there's many points where you're thinking like they've obviously, the guy's got like a GoPro stuck to yeah. his head. And you're just thinking for social media. GoPro footage. Can I discuss this? Like <laughs> seriously,
0: it's never looking where he's looking and they think they are and it's on their head. I know. Heads. It's just it's like looking the at the guy,
1: manhole. It's like the rat's out
0: of, out of the picture. What's this good? How's this good for the internet? They're, they're like the guys <laughs> who go camping with the torch
1: on their heads. It's not Okay. <laughs> Can I say I read a – I mean, there's been lots of great pieces around Fat Rat. Fat Rat is our yeah. hero this week. On the cut, there was a great quote, I am stuck fast in my love and admiration for the chubby rat, <laughs> a woman suspended like so many of us between the light above and the sewage oh. below. <laughs> oh, my God, Fat Rat is all of us. Hey, is this the best thing we've seen since Tinderpoo? Do we have a new winner? As in terms of people being trapped in things. Remember T- Tinderpoo? I told you that
0: story, didn't I? Yeah, no? we talked
1: about it on Bang On. Yeah. Tinder Poo, the woman who tried to turf a, a turd out yeah. the window on a date. Yeah. And then it got stuck All in right, between yes. two panes of glass. Yes. And then then next minute, or should I say <laughs> neck minute? <laughs> neck <minute>. a <laughs> minute. I was of the internet. I totally um, <laughs> <about tinder poo. laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a photo of her stuck between the two panes of glass <laughs> trying to retrieve the poo. Oh my God. Fat, Rat Fat is Rat the Rat tinder, is tinder Poo, poo of 2019. 2019. Called it. We've done it called it. No more think
0: pieces So needed. early too. It's <laughs> no February. More think pieces
1: needed. It's just February. Not even March. <sighs>
0: hot guitar licks, sweet double guitar licks at the end.
1: Oh man, I'm already but, got my uh, bootcut jeans on I just know. hearing that. It's like a trigger warning. I know. Um,
0: Beverly Hills 90210. If you were born in the 90s, you probably wouldn't even know that. Unless your mother was watching and you were three, um, Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two, I know one of the most popular television series of the nineties, It's apparently coming back. And well, is it? Is it? I don't know. I, I just, I just sent you the article with the headline, and I didn't again, look any further. Again, the cornerstone of the
1: internet. Too
0: long, didn't read. Yeah, Gus Kelly, t- guys, Kelly Taylor is back, says the article in the Sydney Morning Herald. Sort of. So what well, does that here's mean? the thing,
1: because I read the article. Because uh, I was very excited. I used to love ninety two one zero. absolutely loved it. Before we get
0: into it, though, who was your favourite? Was
1: it, were you a Jason Priestley
0: kind of gal or an Iron Zearing kind of gal? Oh,
1: never Iron Zearing. Are you serious? Brian Austin Green? Were you here nah. for Brian? he was a bit thirsty, a little bit desperate, I reckon, Brian mm. Austin Green. Mm. I like Jason Priestley. Of course I liked, um was his name, oh. Luke... Luke, Luke Perry, Luke Perry, yeah. Even though he was clearly forty-five That's and fine. was turned to be a teenager, I didn't care because you know you had the whole James. So team was Andrea thing. <laughs> though. Andrea was like fifty. Oh, uh, it's true. She, she was being the editor, very young. So, so she'll be playing uh, a grandma in this reboot. What is this reboot? Tell me Look, more. Yeah, it's weird. So basically, Fox, who's putting it on, describe it as um, Jason Jenny. Iron, Gabrielle, Brian and Tori reunite when one of them suggests it's time to get a Beverly Hills 90210 reboot up and running. Oh. But getting it going may make for an even more delicious soap than the reboot itself. Oh. So it's kind of event television. What it sounds like is sort of like horrible, a shit reality show, totally. six episodes it's kind of, but it feels like maybe it could be, you know, trying to be like Rock the Bells, which is that amazing Wu-Tang Clan documentary mm-hmm. where they're trying to get the Wu-Tang back together. Oh, okay. But instead it's 90210. And you don't really care about them, them to- that much, really. The risk level isn't as high. No. The care level is, uh, the care factor is closer to zero. <laughs> I yeah, mean, look, I sat look
0: like with Tori through those reality TV shows where she had the hotel with her husband and their 74 right. kids. I watched that. <laughs> couple of series. Um, that was I can't remember what it was called now. Um, but I, look, I've been here for them all over the years. But wh- whether or not I want to watch a reboot that's not actually about them and not actually about the characters coming back together. See, I would watch that. But just watching <laughs> this bunch come together in as if they're real people, I'm, I'm not that interested, to be Oh, honest. you're definitely going to watch this to see what they look like, aren't you? I mean, oh, you have to watch yeah, that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But it's almost like they've become the characters that they were on the show. Like Tori Spelling essentially is her Donna. character, Donna, <laughs> on Beverly Hills 90210.
1: Have I ever told you about my story about when I went, um, on one of those star map tours in oh, LA when I was like a teenager tell and me. we dro- we got, we didn't go on the tour, but we, I just sort of drove, I had the map, bought the map from someone on the side of the street mm. and then drove around to different people's houses. And for the most part, you can't even get any of them cause they're just behind massive fences. Um, but I did go up to Aaron Spelling's house, which had like six different driveway, you know, garage doors yeah. for all of his cars. And I started, I don't know, the chutzpah in me, I started walking up the driveway and Ooh. someone turned the sprinklers on me. <gasps> oh, my God. It was Tori. Said, Tori
0: saw you. <laughs> no, I reckon it was the mum. She was she was quite staunch. Candy. Candy, did you, you? Why do I remember all their names? Did you know that she has a room in that mansion that's Purely
1: dedicated to wrapping gifts. I do know that because yes. I know everything yes. about the spellings. Why do we know so much about the spellings? They were like our royalty of the nineties, weren't they? They, they were, were American royalty. They
0: were. they were. They were. They were like our. I don't know if people watched the Sullivans in the seventies or um, in the eighties. It was a country practice. In the nineties, it was Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero and Models
1: Inc. and Models Inc. and all the other ones. Mm. So good. Anyway, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, yeah. Of course, we will. <laughs> on about this week, Min?
0: Um, I just read Lily Allen's book, My Thoughts Exactly. I've heard this is really good. It is really good. Look, I, I don't think there's much I can add. It's Lily Allen writing about her life um, and her experiences. And I'll read her preface to the book and it's really simple. And This is essentially what it is she's written. So, this is me, Lily Allen. I am a woman. I am a mother. I was a wife. I drink. I have taken drugs. I have loved and been let down. I am a success and a failure. I am a songwriter. I am a singer. I am all of these things and more. And then she's written, when women share their stories loudly and clearly and honestly, things begin to change for the better. This is my Mm. story. So just perfect, really, encapsulating what the book is about. And just, it's it's. Really well written, as you would imagine, because she's got a great turn of phrase. Yeah. Um, And it talks about her difficult experiences, the, the highs, the lows, all of that, her complicated upbringing. And I think in particular at the moment with the Ryan Adams stuff that's been flying around about the power imbalance in the music industry towards men and against women. And she talks about how difficult these experiences have been and the implications that that has had on the rest of her personal life and, and her life in general. So it's, a, it's not an easy read. It's not a fun read. Um, but it, I think it's a, it's an important read. And as she said, the more we hear this stuff, things will begin to change. So I
1: highly recommend it. Awesome. I want to read that. Yeah. I'm very keen to read that. I really like Lily.
0: Um, what are you banging on about, Zan?
1: I'm banging on about a film that's been out for a few weeks but I finally got to see it last weekend called If Beale Street Could Talk. I've been dying to see this. It's really, really great. It's the new film from Barry Jenkins, who directed Moonlight, which won Film of the Year, uh, best film at the Oscars after it accidentally didn't, and then did. Yep. Remember that a couple of years ago. Uh, and actually, Regina King, who is um, in it as well, she won Best Supporting Actress, and it was nominated for Best Film, but of course didn't win this year, as we know. So it's set in 1970s Harlem. It's based on a novel by James Baldwin, and it's this beautiful, slow burn, an amazing love story with two actors that I didn't really know before, and, and I think in that regard you, you really fall into the story because you're not aware of the people playing these characters on screen as much um, but it also it, uh, on top of this beautiful love story there's another kind of darker story in it which really shows how destructive structural racism can be and I think that again when we're talking earlier about perspectives this is a perfect example of how a story is told about how racism works as opposed to racism is bad. Let's get rid of it for this two hours of film. Let's make a feel good film. You know, it, it left me flawed. I don't want to say too much about it because all I will say is that I'm banging on about it because I think you should see it in a cinema. It is a really slow burn in many ways. And there's a couple of moments where I was like, okay, this is kind of stretching out a bit, but it's a slow burn for a reason. And it's good to be in a space where you're not double screening or distracted 'Cause it just affects you in such a way that even talking about it, I'm getting kind of shivers. Really? I really I, I very rarely stick around till the very end of the credits, but I just kind of had to sit there and ruminate on what I'd just seen and think about it. And then when I started thinking about it while I'm still sitting in the cinema, the credits have rolled, the lights are coming up, and I just started crying again. It's just phenomenal. So if Bill wow. Street could talk, just go and see it at the cinema and um let it sit with you. It's just, yeah, it's really beautiful, but also really um devastating as well. But yeah, it's Oof. really really good. Oof. Thank you. I <sighs> will go and see it. But I, now I know I need to be in a certain headspace to go. Yeah. yeah, but it's. I think it's. I think it's a good one for people to see. You know. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good one for lots of people to see. Great. <laughs> um. Yeah. What a week. On that note. What a week. What okay. a week. it's always, always so fun to bang on with we, you. Yeah, I know. Are we going to go and get a it?
0: um two for one spray tan?
1: Of course. Wait, that's what we're doing now. I've already made an appointment down the local mall. <laughs> I'll, I'll get the shower cap on. <laughs> You'll get the mesh undies on. You know it. I'll see you next week yeah. when, when we figure out what else the internet has to gift us.
0: Oh, look, I'll be happy with Fat Rat and a sewer for, for about a month, I reckon. Um, yeah, that keeps me pretty happy.
1: I'm good through to the end of the financial year, to be honest. That'll keep me going for a while. Oh, EOFY, mate. <laughs> Bye, Sam. Bye, Mavie. See ya! Bye. Bang! 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 Bang, Bang. 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 Bang on! Double J.